Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. What's up, Confluencers? How in the world are you? Welcome to the month of October. October is full of fall vibes. Crisp weather boots, sweaters, pumpkin spice season, falling in leaves, falling in love, and all of that good other stuff that fall brings. It is officially that time of year where we are starting to close it out. It is the fourth quarter. And, you know, everybody's like, 2020 is not canceled. You are right. But this year has been brought on by some tremendous griefs. We're all grieving something. Love, life, loss, corona, jobs, income. Life has changed. And in this episode... I thought, let's talk about it. Let's pull the band-aid back and get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's talk about it. Grieving with grace. Because I truly believe there is a way to grieve. And that's why I brought my friend on, Cass Dotson, to talk more in detail about it. So let's just jump into it. I don't have time for the semantics this week because this interview is just that good. Ladies of Confluence, let's welcome and whoop it up for my friend, Miss Cass Dotson. Whoop, 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 whoop. Sis. Hey, girl. Girl, that clicked the link, honey. That clicked the link. Click, click. Clack, clack. Yes, darling. How are you? Girl, I'm here. You here? Well, then that means we give him praise because you here, I'm here. That's all we got these days that we here. That's all we got. That's all we got. Okay. Jesus. Honey, I'm telling you, and it just today, and he gives us enough for the day, honey, and we have to go back to him tomorrow and say, okay, now give me a little more, because I'm going to need some more. If you're going to take me through this whole day, girl, if you're going to take me through this whole day, then I need a little bit more to get through it. I'm so glad to hear your voice. It's been so long, (laughs) but it doesn't even seem like it's been that long, but it has been. It's been quite a bit of time, because... This COVID life is just uh, all-consuming, even though, you know, we're quarantined, we're home, we're doing a lot of virtual stuff, and it, 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 time is still moving. I cannot believe we are 10 months into this year, and we've spent most of this year in this pandemic. pandemic. <laughs> I am like, whoa, wow. But God's grace. Talking it's about grace tonight, yeah. it's sufficient. <laughs> We're t- and we're all in a grievous state. We are all grieving, huh. some form or fashion. 
This has been a lot of a lot of losses, rather, throughout this year, and it's been quite heavy. So, you know, if that's what we're here to talk about today, girl, we're just going to share and care. Share and care, baby. Just like you just said, it has been um, a tremendous year. Um, mm. I've learned a lot, but I've lost a lot. Yes. Um, I've grown, a, a grown, like, like, pity have grown, but I've also grown spiritually mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. maturely you know uh right. wise um i've cried but i've celebrated yep. um i literally said on another podcast when i think of the word corona it's spanish for crown mm. and i think in the end we all will come out wearing a crown we don't like yeah. the way it feels but in the end we will all wear a crown a crown of glory a crown of rubies a crown of honor a crown of valor a crown that we can tell a story of how we got over because see let me tell you your friend is over here like singing like old spiritual hymns oh, oh you and, got the uh, hymns old negro spirituals in your spirit negro. Oh, okay okay Okay. Okay. Now, but you said something key here. Uh, and thank you for sh- imparting that uh, information into me. I had not looked up the meaning of Corona from a Spanish perspective or Hispanic perspective, but to mean a crown. And honey, I love, I live for a crown. But I stated something. I spoke one time to a group of women. Uh, we all, you know, talk about wearing these crowns. And I have a few crown titles under my belt. I've done beauty pageants and all that. So I have some titles. So I know about a crown. I love a crown. If if you've not built up that endurance, which is what God is obviously doing, because he's going to crown us in the end, is what you just said. We have to be endured and sturdy and strong to not crumble under the crown. Because a crown, a real one, is encrusted with great jewels and can be quite heavy. A lot comes with everything you just said, that valor, that victorious, that reigning, that honor, Oh, that's heavy. That's not lightweight, baby. That's not for the faint at heart. So if we're going to wear that crown, we can't be in a place of crumbling under the weight of that crown when it's bestowed upon our heads. So thank you for sharing that. That was good. Oh, that was good. We just bought a whole chapter summer right there. Boom and boom. You see how we put that Texas swag together? Come on, somebody. So thank you for that, sis. I appreciate that. And honey, I love a crown. See, the Lord just knows what he's doing because I said I love a crown, darling. But you can crumble under the weight of a crown if you are not steady in him, if you are not steadfast in him, if you're not strong in who you are and who he made you to be and declaring that you are his, you're going to crumble, honey. So thank you for that, though. I'm like, that down, honey. Corona, crown. Okay, Corona, crown. Mm-hmm. It means crown. And that's Spanish C. You know, I try to be multilinguistic in this month. Okay? I'm you not going to be bothered me? with you tonight. I'm not going to be bothered with you tonight. We are going to be sophisticated, maybe. Possibly. Okay, probably sophisticated, not. Sophisticated, maybe. Maybe. Texas meets Indy. Yes! Yes! Yes, For darling. Sure. Yes! Yes! <laughs> so, but this year, I... I was really sitting back and thinking because when you and I had our correspondence about coming together to have a little girl talk about what's going on in our lives and what we've experienced. And I told you uh, or reminded you, and I know you already knew this, but, you know, we connected because we're granny girls. And and I I affectionately call women that that I know 
uh, have a wonderful relationship with their grandmothers, whether they're living or whether they are gone on to glory. But I know I am a true and through granny girl. I was raised by my grandmother primarily, and I lost her at the age of 19. So I always tell any woman that has that granny girl experience where she was really prevalent in your life, you don't, you you know, you may not have lived with her, but you maybe you did, you know, or if she didn't, you know, have you in her household rearing you as my grandmother did for me, she was just really steady and present in your life right there next to your mama, like, boom, you got two of them right there handling you and rearing you. And that makes you a granny girl. And I, when you lost your granny and I saw that and I was already following you, we, you know, we had met each other in passing, but my heart just went into a special place of prayer and understanding for what you were going through. And you said something so wonderful and true that you don't look like what you've been going through or what you've been through. And that is where the grace comes in. That's where yeah. I've heard the Lord talk about, yeah, we need to talk a little bit. You girls need to talk. You granny girls need to talk a little bit about what it is to have that grace in grief because I am there. I am your grace, and I'm there. And I need people to understand that I know they're hurting. I know they are going through some things. I know loss after loss after loss is being encountered. But I am sending forth grace. I am grace because God is I am. He's everything, right? So I am still giving this grace to you in this season. And he needs us to recognize it. And I'm saying this even to myself because I'm – I'm going through a lot right now. I'm encountering quite a few losses, be it in my personal or my professional life. I just keep seeing losses, but I know in there the grace is sufficient, and he is the grace, and he is the divine grace, and he's strengthening me. So he's strengthening you, and that's why we don't look like what we've been through, because, honey, if we look like what we've been through, I've heard some of your testimony offline. You've heard some of mine offline. Girl, if we look like what we've been through, we wouldn't be this cute, honey. We, we're uh, cute. What? I said, oh, we're real cute. Because, see, we'd be looking like something destitute and displaced. But his grace is more than enough and it's sufficient. And it keeps us wonderful, vibrant, strengthened, and giving the beauty for ashes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Beauty for ashes. That's his promise. So, yeah, we've had some fires, and it's caused some ashes and some dust and a lot of smoke, but he's still giving us beauty. So that's oh. why we don't look like what we've been through, girl. That's why we don't look that way. Honey. Oh. Honey. Yes. Yes, dear. So I wanted to just share that with you because that stuck with me when you said, you know what, people don't even realize that I'm still grieving. I'm still going through. And you will. To be honest, that's the rest of our lives. I don't think that it stops after you go through the five phases, in all honesty. Oh, this, no. It, it does not. doesn't stop. It does not stop. But that's stop. the problem. We are, we get on Instagram, right, and we mm. see, you know, or social media or Twitter, whatever your platform that you love or go to for inspiration. And maybe that somebody you're following is grieving something. Or mm -hmm. it looks like they never grieve. Let me say that. It looks like mm. they never grieve. Or they never are caught going through, or they're never caught up, or their emotions are not, you know, ramsacked. Right. So you think I gotta rush through this. And I think that's the worst thing that we can do as humans. Absolutely. You know, I think honestly it's okay to not be okay. 
and say that you ain't okay. Like today ain't an okay day for me. And so when people keep calling, like, how you doing today? I'm like, I ain't good, but it's all good. What's going on? You know? Right. And they're like, what's, well, how can I help you? Like, well, you know, I'm nervous about what this looks like, what our future, my health. I mean, like, it's a lot that people are just holding on to and bearing without sharing. You know, they're mm. bearing without sharing. Bearing without so, sharing. See, that's why I love you. You rhyme. I like to rhyme, too. I love that. Bearing without sharing. You can sharing. tell I'm an elementary educator. I, I can come up with a good rhyme and, uh, and boom, right quick. Yes. Okay? Yes. But they're yes. bearing without sharing. And that's why I wanted to call you on. We just jumped into this conversation, girl. Please tell the listeners who you are. Well, <laughs> yeah, we do kind of just get going because that's how we do. Uh, my name is Cassandra Dodson. I go by Cass. Uh, you'll hear that most times when uh, people are referring to me in my professional space or my purpose space. I go by Cass. Uh, it keeps people from calling me Cassandra, which my grandmother named me Cassandra, uh, not Cassandra. So I just said, let's shorten this and go by Cass. Uh, I am by career a certified project manager, been working in that space for about 16 years, but I have life experience that God has pulled upon me to share my wisdom with others, meaning the things that I've gone through or the things that women in my life, my wisdom women have gone through and imparted in me, I am to impart in others. So I am not privileged to just bear and not share. I get to share <laughs> and I'm uncomfortable most of the time uh, sharing and it's always at an appointed time. Sometimes things are happening in your life and you cannot share and impart prematurely. You need to go through your process, glean what it is that God would have you to glean, grow in the space you need to grow, and then you can go. You need to glean, grow, then go. A lot of people would like to, you know, kind of glean and then just go. No, you need to grow a little bit <laughs> and and really pull out what it is that you're supposed to learn, the lessons that you learn. So on my sideline purpose-driven lane, I just speak what, my, what comes out of my heart and what comes to my mind, and I share it in social media space. I share it with young girls when I'm called upon to speak, done panels, done, you know, anything that speakers do, you know that. So whenever I'm called upon to inspire and encourage and motivate uh, because of what I've gone through, I had a mother that was drug addicted by the age of 14 for me, age 14, and I grew up a little bit faster than I would have liked to have grown up, you know, having to hold down my life and make something of myself. I am truly one of the only people in my family on my mother's side to go to college and be well degreed as I am. And it's still a heavy burden to bear sometimes, but I share, this is what my journey was like, and it was not easy. And I know that we don't go through things for ourselves. We go through them so we can grow and go, glean, grow, and go. So I am Cass Dodson from Indianapolis, Indiana, living now in Houston, Texas, and that's where you and I, beloved, connected. We oh. did. I think you had just moved here yes. uh, what, not too long ago, and you had hooked up with another Midwest friend who's also mm -hmm. going through grief at this time, sending our love and prayers to Joy at this yes. time in the loss of her sister. And yes. I have a love for Midwest. I'm not going to talk about why I got a love for Midwest. Well, I already know the answer to that. Okay. Come on, <laughs> Midwest. Share. Come you on, know? Midwest. <laughs> Midwest but might be the connected. best. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I might have a different testimony after this, but um, oh, oh, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh, oh Lord. Lord. Okay, oh, Lord. when I tell you, I'm grieving. I'm grieving, yes. and mm -hmm. I'm learning to grieve gracefully. Um, yes. and that's what I brought you on here to discuss, to inspire the women who don't know where to start, who want to wallow instead mm -hmm. of fly. Who want to mm -hmm. keep that stick in the mud instead of using it as leverage to lift them up out of that miry clay? So can right. we talk about that for a minute? Right. Let's let's dig into that. First of all, let's go back to something you said, and it's cliche and it's used often, but it's really true. And we need to hone in on that, that it's okay to not be okay. Let's start yeah. there first. You know, I need people to understand that it's okay to not be okay. It's even okay beautiful women that are listening, to wallow for just a little bit. Give yourself the permission to, to be lazy in it, to, to feel it, to own it, because grief is one of the most humbling experiences of your life. I don't care how successful you are, accomplished you are. I don't care how great your gravy is. You will experience a loss at some point in your life, unless you leave this earth prematurely and then others have to grieve the loss of you. But death is not the only grief that we experience. I think this is the one that we, we hold on to the most and it tends to hurt us the most uh, in some aspects, but loss of career or job, loss of a relationship, whether it's a friend or a romantic one, or a family member, because let's be clear, there's some family members you have to kind of move away from. Blood don't mean better. Blood don't mean stay connected. So anytime you lose any relationship, that's a loss. And I honestly am just really fully learning that one right there. For years, I've experienced, you know, um, separation from, from people in one form or another, not a lot. I've been blessed to have a great discerning spirit about who to bring into my life. So I haven't had to cut off a lot of friends. Um, I have had to separate myself from certain family members. Uh, but relationship in a romantic space, haven't had a whole lot of those either because I protect my energy so I don't just date a whole bunch of people and go into those circles like that. I have to really have discerned that you're someone that I want to expend my energy on because that's important to me. But if it didn't work out for whatever reason, I just learned this in all honesty and transparency. I really just learned this last year when I had a breakup. And I've, I've been sad about breakups before, but I was like, this feels different, and maybe it's the nature in which it, it happened and how it happened, but it felt very different, and, and I did seek some counsel, some therapy, which I already was seeking it, but I brought the situation into those already existing sessions because it's important to get some help, and, and I learned that I was grieving a loss of a relationship. Like, oh, okay. So we all need to get clear about grief is going to happen to you, whether nobody in your life ever dies out you know, physically dies, which that's not going to happen. If you live long enough, you're going to lose. But there's other aspects of grief. There's other ways to lose. Any loss is going to cause you to have to go through the grief process, the grieving process. And it is mm -hmm. a process. So you're either going to submit to it willingly or you're going to fight it. And it's going to be very similar to, you know, how you're, you're doing something. And as we get older, child, you know, we still fabulous, but as we getting older and wiser, you know, you can't take certain things happening like a fall too well. 
So when you're about to fall, what do you do? You break yourself. I try to break the fall. I try to break. And oftentimes you end up stretching, breaking, spraining something that would not have been injured at all if you would have just naturally let the fall happen. So let the natural process of grief happen. Let the natural fall occur is how I would encourage anyone that is fighting against it, because I know several that are fighting against it. You cannot run from it. Just like you can't run from death, that's assured that's going to happen in your life. You cannot run from the grief of any loss in your life. So you may as well submit to it, and it's a humbling experience. But the first thing is to know outside of submitting to it, let me say the second thing would be to know it's okay to submit to it. Submit to it and then know that it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to wallow. We just can't stay there. Why do you think people fight it? Because no one likes to feel like crap. No one wants to face reality a lot of times. We live in a world right now that reality is not reality, right? So no one wants to really no, feel. It, reality messes up our perception. That's the, that's uh-huh. the reality we are living. That's the reality that we're really in. Yes. People don't like to feel uncomfortable. Grief is uncomfortable. Grief is heavy. Uh, and again, I don't even think there is any kind of emotional workout you can do to be able to take the weight of, of grief. You just have to build up your endurance by going through it. Uh, but here's the thing. We just don't like to be uncomfortable. So that's why we're going to fight it. And we're going to try to uh, shop it away, party it away, for some people sex it away. You know, we're going to do anything that we can, and you're not going to get around it. All you're going to do is cause yourself to have some other issues. To get, you might be sexing it away and end up with a whole new baby that you got to take care of. Now you got to grieve and then take care of a baby. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to be careful. You got to be careful trying to push it away, again, submit to it. But we don't like to feel horrible. We want life to be comfortable. We want to feel happy all the time. No one wants to feel sad, mad. We, we don't want to feel that heaviness. And we don't want to face the reality of the situation. And that's a part of those stages of grief that, you know, science has put out there for us. But they are really true. You got denial. You got anger. You got bargaining, depression and acceptance. And it takes a long time to get to acceptance, depending on the type of grief you are are incurring. But that whole denial factor, that's real. I don't want to face this. I'm not going to face this. I don't want to deal with this. And sometimes I say it can all get a little bit interchangeable and and non-sequential, because I know I recently incurred a loss that I was pissed about first. I didn't deny it. I I denied it later. I was pissed initially. Like, yeah, I'm angry about this. And God, I want you to know that I'm angry about this. But see, that's and another thing, to... sis. I think we think we can't say that to God. God already knows. Exactly. So, you know, why, why can't you tell him? He already knows every why thought you that him? you were feeling. I am mm-hmm. upset about I... this. Yeah. I am upset about this. And I was just about to say, see, that's why we are so connected. You are my girl. Because I need everyone to also stop being spooky Christians or spooky whatever your religion is, no hating, no judgment, no shade, but don't be spooky about it. Be real. God sent his son to experience everything that we would go through. So Jesus already came and felt these things. He lost, he had grief too, right? So please understand that we got a big God and he can take it. I tell all the, all the time, I'll tell God all the time, rather, when I'm pissed off. And I'm, I'm going to use the word pissed. God, I am pissed off. 
I'm, I, this is not cool. I'm not feeling this, dude. What are you up to, dude? What are you doing? I'm angry. Or I've been in a place where I won't even say nothing to him because I got a whole attitude. Like, I don't yeah, because you have been, have I've been in places say. where I can't. I, it's hard for me to pray. I don't know what to pray for. Mm -hmm. I don't know mm -hmm. what to. Mm -hmm. I, I have been in that place. Um, damn, mm -hmm. they're about to go back there, right? Um, because I, I feel like, Lord, I've been crying out to you. Um, do you hear me? Um, is this mic on? Hello? Hello? Mm -hmm. Hello? 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 Yeah. I said recently, because you know, people say God is, God is a funny, God's got a, a funny sense of humor. And I was like, yeah, he's that comedian on the stage while we're in the audience. And he's the only one laughing at his own jokes. Cause I'm not finding anything about some of these things funny, but he's a big God. He can take it. Even when we're mad at him, guess what comes in, sis? Grace. 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 Grace sustains us when we are pissed off at God, <laughs> when we are angry, and when we're acting out, acting up, or acting off. That's where grace comes in. And it's not something we deserve. We know that, right? We learn that in our church days, right? You know, it's not something that we've earned Thanks or to deserved. Thanks for granted, baby. That's what that he, Come on. Come <laughs> on. It's something that he gives us freely. And, and we're grateful, and we should be grateful for it. But it's not something we can earn. It's something that he grants us. And he knows that we're going to be pissed. He knows that we're going to be angry. He knows that we're not going to be happy about every aspect of our lives. He said in his word that the days were going to be full of troubles. Did he not tell he, us that? But, and that's I, the thing. He did say it, but I think you just said, hit it on the nail. We're dealing with a lot of spooky surface Christians because he said mm -hmm. there will be trials mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. tribulations. Now, mm -hmm. from an education mm -hmm. standpoint, we use those interchangeably, but that's two different right? wavelengths, sis. Absolutely. Trials is one thing. Absolutely. Tribulation is another. And, and girl, we in tribulation we in right tribu now. <laughs> this is some tribulation <laughs> right now. You understand? Like, what? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Like, we dealing with yes, fires, hurricanes, a global mm -hmm. pandemic. Mm -hmm. Loss of jobs, loss of income, people that we love are dying. Um, you don't know what civil unrest, civil unrest, civil unrest, political unrest. You know, the president and the yeah. uh, former oh. vice president arguing, calling each other stupid bastards on stage. The for, on stage, on, on sta like this is. I forgot what book this was, but I remember the first line of the book when I read it said it was the best of times. And it was the worst of times. I'm at the tale of two cities. Who the tale of two cities? Tale of two cities. Did you read mm -hmm. that in junior too? That it was the best <laughs> of times. It was the worst of times. The worst. Of and and that is yes. how I feel. Like it's the best of times yes. because you know, like you said, we've gotten degrees. All of these things that we used to sit up and dream about as little girls, you know, because I too also was riddled with you know uh, a drug addicted father. Um and mm -hmm. a you know single mom trying to push it. That's why I think I'm such a greatest girl because at times I feel like I wasn't anything to them too, but I was everything right. to her. And what they didn't give, she tried to compensate for. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Mm -hmm. Bless mm -hmm. her heart. Mm -hmm. Bless her heart. Mm. All right. It's okay. It's absolutely okay. <laughs> Because this is natural emotion, 
and this and I understand this as a granny girl. I get everything that you just said to my core. I get it. so understand that this too is okay. And this and I'm so proud of you in this moment because while we're on here and gonna be sharing this to inspire other women and men that will listen. This is real. Emotions are real, and they can creep up and snatch you at any given moment. And this goes back to the point of it never goes away. Freak a holiday. Freak a birthday. Freak the death date. It could be a random Tuesday a random at 7.25 p.m. Uh -huh. Okay? <laughs> yes. Where it sneaks up and snatches you. And I know you are fresher in this than I am. I lost my grandmother 20 years ago. But it seems like yesterday. So I feel like you and I were on the same wavelength. I heard you say that today you just weren't okay. I didn't wake up okay today. And I said, you know, I know the enemy's probably busy because of the subject matter in which we were going to have to speak upon. But at the same time, it's okay to feel not okay and to feel grief because how can you come from an authentic place if you're not feeling it? I was washing dishes this morning and just broke down crying because of the heaviness of things I've lost in the past, things I've lost in the present, and even thinking about the things that I could lose in the future but not harping there, and not just me but my village. You mentioned my friend buried her sister the other day. That tears me apart because what I struggle with, and I've always asked this question, and I maybe will even ask it of you as well, you know, what hurts the most, the, the unexpected ripped from you deaths or or the ones where you see it coming, because I've experienced both. My grandmother ripped from me. I did not see it coming. It felt like a freight train, not the wind and life out of me. My baby cousin, AJ, earlier this year, five years old, that died, was a 60-day process that we fought for that baby, and he fought to live. And I knew at a certain point that he wasn't going to make it. It came to me in a dream. So I knew that that was coming, even though I kept praying against it. And I still, for the life of me, can't figure out which one is worse some days. But partially lean on that. I didn't expect it coming. Mm -hmm. And so when you see the young go, and we're seeing the young and the old. Young and old. My young and old. Now, my grandmother on my dad's side, 105 years old, passed away on Friday. I can't be mad at that. Grandma Ori, you have done your work well. You fly high, baby. But little Aaron, five years old, struggle bus, not understanding that. My sister friend, losing her sister randomly, what? Unexpected? I'm not I'm 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 confused about that. And we can tell God that because he's a big God and he can take it and he's already administered grace. But thank you for allowing your heart to break for a moment, to be authentic and organic in sharing that grief is real. And you can be sitting up laughing one minute and crying the next. You're not bipolar, you're grieving. Listen, and we're not going to even start to mention how things, you just hit it on the nail, you said it perfectly, you know, triggers. You know, people say, oh, mm -hmm. the death date is always the hardest or her birthday is always the hardest. Uh-uh. Like you said, I could be sitting up randomly and it'll just mm -hmm. hit me on a Tuesday. You mm -hmm. know, um, mm -hmm. 
I, I can't watch Dancing with the Stars. That was her show. She loved Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. You know, I do a lot of things to channel her, but I know that that was just, yeah. that was her, 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 her stick, baby. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, oh, I can't, because it ain't even been a year yet. I, it's just certain things that I can uh -huh. only allow myself to do. And that was my next And you're question. in the year of the first. Right, you're in the year. Of I'm the in first, the year of one. The way. Yes, and that's, girl. Yes. Yeah, you're in the year of all the first. You're gonna experience it a lot harder right now in the year of first. Uh, all dates, especially that we talked about, you know, that are significant birthday, death date, holidays, those are going to hit hard. And I need you to be okay with the hit. You're strong enough, but. It doesn't mean that you're not hurting, and it doesn't mean that you can't be weak. Because, see, we get told we're strong girls. You know, everybody, you're so strong. Someone told me the other day, you're so strong. I can't even imagine that you have moments where you feel like you can't get out the bed because you're so heavy. Baby guy, who do you think I am? <laughs> I'm not Jesus, okay? And even he will. <laughs> so but, I have and moments, even and he even wept. he wept. That is the shortest Bible verse in the Bible. Jesus, Jesus wept, okay? But again, Come like on, you said, that's somebody. them spooky Christians. They don't really know. Shortest verse yeah, in the Bible yeah. is Jesus wept. Even yeah, he cried. Yeah. And I remember, look at us. We about to go in a Bible study. That, But, you know, I tell people, I was de that's definitely right. raised in that's the church. That's all right. Let him, let him move how he wants Honey, to move. But in the Garden of Gethsemane, he asked God to do what? Take this. Remove this from him. <laughs> this bitter cup, honey. This bitter cup. Not, Not sweet. the sweet bitter. one. Not the, the, the uh, sweet, sour mm -mm. one, but this, mm -mm. remove mm -mm. this bitter cup from me. If you could do anything, if you if you see fit to let this pass me by, oh, gentle Savior. Remove it. Please. Please hear my please. cry, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 this, the whole thing about the first, the year of the first, that's where you are. And, and you don't have to be strong, even though you are built of strong stock. Your granny gave you some of that stock. It's in you. Um, and you're built of good stuff, but it's okay. Everything's going to be a sore subject and sensitive for you now. But I always tell people the truth, and I believe I've shared this with you previously. It lightens over time. Again, 20 years in, granny girl, but it never goes away. Never will it go away. And... I had a conversation with a friend just yesterday, and and she said so eloquently, it's a lifelong thing to continue this journey because I'm going to always miss my person. I'm person. going to always miss this person. Yeah, I'm going to miss this yeah. person for the rest of my life until I take my last breath. So that there comes a point in the process because, again, it is a process, and my project manager brain always operates off of processes. So I'm always intrigued about what's the process of this. So I already talked about it's denial, it's anger, it's bargaining. And that bargaining is like, okay, now if I, it's two parts of bargaining. I want to make sure people understand. Bargaining, you can be, God, if you do this, I'll do this. That's one aspect because you're trying to prevent something from happening. And then there's the other aspect of bargaining, of honestly laying guilt trip. If I had done this, then it wouldn't have happened. There's no facts in that. You take yourself out of that. There's no facts there. You don't know if you could have done anything differently. And guess what? Everything you did was supposed to be done. So you denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Acceptance will come, but you will still go back through some of that. 
that depression part every now and again. And even that anger. You'll probably let go of bargaining a little bit. You'll let go of denial as time goes on. But there will be times where anger will creep up. There will be times where depression will hit. It just may not last as long. But allow yourself to submit to those things, people that are listening. Allow yourself to submit to those things. You are not superhuman. You are not above grief. You should allow it to happen, and it's a process that will humble you and help heal you. And I'm going through it right now myself. And as you already know, you're going through it because you just expressed what's going on in your first year without Granny, and may she rest in peace. Granny girl, I love you because you're a Granny girl, but keep submitting to it. Just keep submitting to it, and I promise you the grace is sufficient. I promise you that he's already given you everything you need. He hasn't equipped us in life with everything we don't, won't ever need to use. He equipped us with everything we're going to need to use, so we have to go in our toolbox and pull it out. He knew that these days would be full of trouble. He knew grief would occur. He knew loss would happen. He knew happy times would happen as well. And he's already given us the tools within us. It's innate in us. It's tangible and intangible. It's intrinsic sometimes. Yeah. But it's there. He gave us everything we need to survive this thing called life. We just have to be willing to search sometimes and hear from him. And I think that's where we miss the boat. We leave God out of it sometimes. And that's why I say, let's acknowledge up front. I'm God, I'm pissed. I'm bringing you right into this, sir. Let me pull you up. Come sit right here. We need to talk. I talk to him like that. I have a relationship with him like that. I can't talk to him like, oh, for thou art. No, I'm not doing all that. I'm a real chick. He's a real God. He made me. So let's talk. Yeah. Let's yeah. I'm angry. Yeah. I'm angry, so I'm pulling you into this. And even when I don't speak, because he's there, like I said, sometimes we get to a point like, I'm mad. I ain't got nothing. I'm the silent treatment. How dare we? But we, we do it. And he knows we're going to do it. He knows that. Because he's our manufacturer. And he knows, well, eventually you're going to have to say something to me because something's going to go on. And I'm the only one that know how to fix it because I made you. So go on. Have your temper tantrum, and I'll administer grace. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You know, and that's another Bye, story Felicia. in the Bible. That's Job, right? Like that's another story. Yeah. You know, I mean, even yeah. Job White said, "If I was you, you know, I curse God, I would curse God and die." If I was you, you know, and, and God mm-hmm. said, "You been looking for me, Job? Here I go." <laughs> mm-hmm. Here I go. Here I go. Wait, hey, it's the man right here. <laughs> Mystical all of you, but, but that's the kind of God we serve. He said, You've been looking for me, you've been talking bad about me. Here I go, here I go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to talk about Basically. this? And, and and that, and that's the thing we have to be able, you know, I, my final words, um, that I want to share with the listeners, and you, I'm gonna allow you to share some final words and some final advice for those that need to face it, you know. Just face it head on. Um, you know, mm-hmm. d- don't don't be schemish and squeamish about it. Face it head on. Because you you hit it on the nail. When you don't, it comes out in other ways. Um yes. I, I I'll just be real curt about what I'm about to say. Um, when I went through my divorce years ago, I didn't face it 
So I shopped it away. And the more mm -hmm. I hurt, the more I shopped. And the more mm -hmm. I hurt, the more I shopped. And because it looked like his life was doing so great. Right. And I looked like my life was doing so bad. I got myself into some serious financial debt. Absolutely. Exactly. I, I, I'm not talking about $5,000 worth. I'm not even talking about 10 to make myself feel good. Face it, head right. on. So it doesn't face, face you. Head on. <laughs> Either you That's face right. it or it's going to face right. you. You decide. It's going to face yeah, you. The blessing of two evils. Let me face you, honey. Exactly. So, yes. Because that way I have some kind of lack of better word control <laughs> i have some kind of some kind of focus here if i let you get me <laughs> versus me getting you <laughs> then i'm i'm at a disadvantage, I'm at a disadvantage. <laughs> oh, yeah. and i was yeah. very yeah. uh you know i like people say uh i i was against all odds honey and it caught up to me mm -hmm. let's say 2020 and that happened eight years ago it caught up to me in 2020 because see I, I, I was good at making it look good. I, I was good at right. making it. I cause I it ain't a time I step out this house that I don't look good or smell good. Because you cause I, Come on, I was broken mm -hmm. like a, a, a broken record, a vintage record, broken. Right. And I had to learn so how your to brokenness calls you to be broke, right? <laughs> your what? brokenness that that broke. did not cause you to be broke. Uh-huh. That's my that's, that that's one of my testimonies. Mm -hmm. That brokenness really caused me to be broke. So can you give the people some yeah. advice how to just face it? Well, you know, first things first, again, reveal it. Say it out loud, even if it's just you in your house, because again, a lot of times, you know. Well, not a lot of times. It just depends on your circumstances. I'm a single woman, and it's just me, and I have no children. So when I'm going through stuff, I might like a, look, look like a crazy person in my house because I'm talking out loud, but I'm talking to God. I have to say some things out loud. We do have to be careful what we speak, but sometimes you have to just own your stuff. So I have this model of reveal, deal, and heal. Reveal it. Say it. Own it. I'm hurt. I just told you, I'm hurt. I'm pissed. Um, I'm in denial about this. I don't believe this happened, whatever state you're in, or I'm just purely, I'm hurt. This hurt me, God. Reveal it. Reveal it so that way you can even hear it out of your own mouth. Then deal with it. Get some help. There's no shame, blame in the game of getting help. Get some help, whether it's therapy through your ministry or therapy clinically. I'm for both. I say you really need both, <laughs> but either whatever you know, float your boat. Or if you're not sure about doing either one of those things, if there is a trusted resource in your life that is not going through the exact same thing, a mentor, what have you, a coach, get with that person and start putting some kind of tangible actions in place for you to heal. And then you move into your healing by doing that work. So reveal, deal, and heal. God is really just waiting on you to, at that very moment in which you hit the wall, to say, I can't, I'm exhausted. I don't have it, or as I said not too long ago, a couple weeks ago, when something hit me hard, I don't got it. I just don't got it for this one. I don't got it. Use my broke English. I don't got it. God, I don't got it. So you're going to have to do this one because I just cannot. And that's when he's like, cool, 
been waiting for you to step off anyway, because that's when my strength is made its strongest. Yo, you yo, weak and out the way. Yes, 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 yes. You get weak and out the way, baby, because now I can do my thing. Because while you still operating in your power that I have given you, by the way, then I can't really fully operate to the fullest capacity of mine. So get out the way. Reveal, deal, heal, and get out the way because now he can do his thing. That's what I would love to leave with our listeners. And thank you for having me to share my heart about grief and having an understanding grace. It's not my grace. It's not elegance and moving with refinement, darling. No, it's not that. It's God. That's the grace. That's sufficient for the Come grace. on. Tell everybody where they can find you just in case they want to book you, talk to you. You know, put you on a panel, honey. <laughs> well, you can find me on IG or Instagram at the Cass Dotson. Um, and that is T H E C A S S D O D as in dog, S O N, not a T or a B, but D O D S O N, because I get that often. Um, my website is CassDotson.com. So those are the best mechanisms to catch up with Cass. Through my website again, www.cast.com and IG on thecast.com. That's my page. It's open. It's not private. You can just follow me, and I will respond to you if you say something to me. God bless you all in advance. And that's it. I was gonna ask you what's your definition of a woman of confluence, but we've just been rolling and rocking, honey. I think we uh, defined her already, honey. We talked about that she she is strong, but she has the ability to be weak so that God can do his thing. She has the endurance, but sometimes she needs to chillax a little bit so that God can do his thing. This woman is able to move in shape, but sometimes she needs to sit down. And if she don't sit down by herself, he will sit her down for her. <laughs> so, she is a woman of many facets, and she wears a lot of hats, but only one crown. I appreciate so much. Corona! <laughs> I'm not fooling with you about this Corona. You know I got to go look. Girl, I speak a Espanol. <laughs> You know what? No hablo en español. No hablo. You know hablo ah, español. <laughs> muy piquito. That's why the beer name is Corona. Oh, God, you, you know what? You know what? I, I better not see you out here with no shirt on talking about Corona. I, I just better not. With a whole, with a whole sequence skirt and a Corona shirt. Y'all already know. I'm going to do. Sequence season is around the corner. I know you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Too. Thank you for yes, having me. This yes. has been a blessing to my day. Because it has been a heavy gray day. Um, I, I operate in black and white. I don't do a lot of gray. And today was a gray day emotionally. So I thank God for this opportunity to exchange energy. And this was one of those good ways to expend my energy. And I appreciate you allowing me to come share my heart. And I appreciate you having this platform of influence. All to partake. Thanks, sis. My word, my word, my Lord, my Lord. That was right on time. 
I don't know about you, but see, I'm facing things head on in my life. And one of them is the state that I am in. And I can't look at everybody else. I got to look at myself. It's me. It's me. It's me. Oh, Lord. Standing in the need of your help, your prayer. Like, it's me. It's me. Man, thank you, sis, for the dynamic interview. And I had a transparent moment because I believe that's the only way to operate. Ladies of Confluence, please go like, follow, and share in the journey. You don't want to miss it. She is going somewhere. I believe in you, sis. Ladies, I hope something was said today that you can find beneficial to help you on your journey. Your community is here. We are in this together. Any final word you want to leave with them, sis, that they can rock with confidence and be very influential in their life? We all have got to be careful about advising and telling people how to deal and heal from stuff that they don't have no, no idea what. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Cass. I know exactly what you mean. And that'll preach. Well, that's it for me this week. October, it's a double-edged sword for me. My son's birthday is this month and he's turning 16 and I'm preparing for that. But October is also the anniversary of my grandmother's death. I ask you, Confluencers, to continue to lift me up in prayer. This is year one. The first. <sighs> Until next time, be blessed and a blessing to others. Smooches confluencers. <laughs> <laughs>